Say we'll have the more. Ha, glory. Matters what you say. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Well, praise, praise, praise. Glory. I'm glad to be here. Yes, yes. I, um, I believe we have a very specific um, direction, set of scriptures to go today. Um, and let me say before we get started, um, I know sometimes we hit the same subject several times. We, we pretty much hit the same subjects every time. But um, that's because God wants us to be solid. He wants yeah. us to have a firm foundation. Amen. He wants us to know the basics so that we can help others know the basics. That's right. And um, so if you feel like she's preaching to the choir, then fine, feel like that. But understand this, I only try to preach what God, the Spirit of God deals with us to minister. That's so right. we're going to look at a couple passages um, first. And then uh, we're going to go from there. But you're believing with us, right? Yes. Um, that yes. what needs to be said will be said. Mm -hmm. And praise God, we're believing that everybody will be here to hear these things. Praise God, not just, uh, not just a few, but that everyone who's supposed to come, yes. comes. Amen. Everyone Amen. who's supposed to be here gets here. Glory yes. to God. Amen. And so if you would this morning, turn with me to Ephesians chapter 2. Hallelujah. The word is good. God is good. He's given us richly all things to enjoy. And, and we want what God has for us. Amen. Amen. If you don't know that yet, let me tell you, you want what God has for you. Amen. Yes, amen. Ephesians 2, we're going to start in verse 19. <clears throat> Ephesians 2, verse 19. Glory to God. It says this, so then you are no longer strangers. Sounds like uh, the wandering Aramean, doesn't it? <laughs> you are no longer strangers and aliens. Now, we're not talking about aliens from outer space. We are talking about foreigners, you know, somebody from a different place. You're no longer strangers and foreigners, but you are fellow citizens with the saints. Glory to God. That sounds good right there, doesn't it? Fellow citizens with the saints. Um, there are some religions out there that's, that say uh, the saints are only certain people that work certain miracles. No, no, no. We're all, if we're in the family of God, we're all saints. Glory to God. Right. We're, we're, we're citizens at, with the saints. Glory to God. And members of the household of God. Built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Christ Jesus himself being the cornerstone. Right? In whom the whole structure, everybody say the whole structure, the whole structure being joined together grows into a holy temple in the Lord. So we see here that there's a foundation, there's things that, that those that get brought us the word, the, uh, the apostles and prophets from beforehand, the, uh, Christ Jesus himself being the cornerstone, they were laying a foundation for us, all the members of God's household, for a particular reason. 
that as we are all joined together, we create something. We grow into a holy temple in the Lord. And let's look at this next verse. In him, you also are being built together into a dwelling place for God by the Spirit. Amen. So uh, Paul is telling us uh, in this, it, really in Ephesians, he, he's the whole book, he's just so big about um, everyone, everyone in the body. Everyone learning, everyone maturing, everyone growing, everyone being joined together. Joined together because the joining together in the body is what helps the body grow, mm -hmm. right? It helps us Amen. mature. It helps us move forward or move up or gain strength, we could say. So um, that's Ephesians 2. Turn with me to Ephesians 4, please. Ephesians 4. Verse 11. We've read this many times. We're going to read it again. Hallelujah. Ephesians 4, verse 11 says this. And he gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the shepherds, and teachers to equip the saints for the work of ministry, Amen. for building up the body of Christ yes. until we all, everybody say we all, we, we all. all attain to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God. Amen. There's something that we all should be striving for, not just the pastors, the teachers, the, you know, not just the people in fivefold ministry. The whole body is supposed to be attaining some things. We right. need the fivefold ministry to help us get there, right? But there's something we are all to attain the unity of faith, the knowledge of the Son of God, to mature manhood, wow. to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Now, we don't use that word stature, but it just means, you know, what, the, how, how tall someone stands. When I, you know, had, when you have little kids, what do you do? You get that little growth chart, right? And, and you, put them, you put them every few months or so, every six months or so, you stand them at, at their little chart and you put a line. What are you doing? You're showing them their stature, how far they've grown, That's right? right? To, uh, the whole body is supposed to ha come to the measure of the stature. What is our measure? The fullness of Christ. Amen. Amen. The whole body. Not, not, just, not just pieces, not just parts, but the whole. Our, our job is to come to the fullness. <laughs> the fullness of Christ. So that, why do we need to gain uh, the fullness? Why do we need to gain mature manhood? Why do we all attain to the unity of faith and the knowledge of the Son of God? So that we may no longer be children. Amen. Will there always be babies coming into the things of God? Yes, there ought to be. Sure. There ought to be. But we're not to stay that way. There is a maturing. There is a growing up. 
so that we may no longer be children tossed. What happens to children? They are tossed to and fro by the waves. Come on now. Anyone ever been in a wave pool at a water park? <laughs> you can get tossed to and fro. What, that big siren comes on? What does it mean? We're starting up the waves, right? And you're standing there. And, you know, it, when the water's still, everything's good. You're fun. You can splash your neighbor. Everything's good. But the waves start coming. And they might start coming, you know, soft at first. But they can get pretty intense, can't they? In those wave pools, oh my goodness. And next thing you know, you're knocked over. <laughs> you're, you're coming up, you're trying to breathe because water just got, went up your nose and, and, and things are, you're being tossed to and fro. Why? Because those waves are powerful. And children, those that aren't mature in the things of God, they're gonna get knocked around. And our job as the church, the local church, and then the whole church, is to gain a maturity, to grow to a level that we can help those that come in grow quick Amen. and gain a level of maturity themselves so that they're not beaten up by the enemy. Amen. Because that's what he's talking about. That's what the waves are being tossed to and fro. It's the enemy throwing anything and everything they, that he can think of at their lives to keep them out of the things of God, to keep them out of coming on Sunday morning, to keep them out of hearing the word that is their lifeline. That's right. It is their answer. Amen. And what Paul was saying here, and we're going to keep reading in, in a moment, but what he's saying is your maturity... Your growth in the things of God will help determine someone else's That's right. growth Amen. and their Amen. maturity. Does that make sense? Yes. How stable and how strong we become will help others come up to that level. Mm -hmm. Amen. Praise the Lord. In other words, it's not just about us. That's right. <laughs> Uh, and, and, and here's where we get, you know, I feel like sometimes we say the same, same things over and over again. But until we get this, glory to God, in, in, so strong on the inside of us that nothing keeps us from being at the spot we're supposed to be in right. so that my joint is strong and I can help somebody else grow. That's right. Amen. This is so important to the Spirit of God because without the whole body attaining to maturity, there are things that will be lost. Amen. Yeah. And by things, I mean people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean souls. I, I mean people that they, they, they're hungry for God, but they just, on their own, they don't have the strength to grab hold of it all. And they need those of us around them to buoy them up Amen. in prayer, in fellowship, right? Mm -hmm. Just to be there yeah. to help. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. So that we may no longer be children tossed to and fro by the waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine, by human cunning, by craftiness and deceitful schemes. Rather, speaking the truth in love, we are to uh, grow, up. grow up. Everybody say grow up. Grow up. 
That's the title of my message this morning. Grow up. Have you ever looked at somebody and wanted to say, <laughs> grow up? Yes. Had a brother or a sister, you say, come on, grow up. We are to grow up in every way into yes. Christ. Into Christ, who is the head. Mm-hmm. From whom the whole body, everybody say the whole body. The whole body is joined and held together by every joint with which it is equipped. Now remember at the beginning of this, verse 11, how do we get equipped? The apostles, the prophets, the pastors, the teachers, the evangelists, they are put into the body to help equip the body. Verse 11 tells us to equip the body to, for the work of the ministry. Glory to God. And so it says we're to grow up in every way into him who is the head, into Christ, from whom the whole body joined and held together by every joint with which it is equipped when each part is working properly. There you go. When each part is working properly, it makes the body grow. That's right. So that it builds itself up in love. You cannot come to me and tell me that your part in the body does not make a difference. It does. According to the word of God, and not just Ephesians, but over and over we see that every one of us has a part, and every part is important. And he compares it over and over again to a physical body where there's joints and ligaments and muscles and bones, and they're held together by other muscles and joints and ligaments and you can't just you know decide well I wanted to bring my fingers but you know my elbow is gone so I'm just you know you can't you need everything together in your body for it to function correctly right you can't just be you know take your knee out and say you know right foot just come along with us you're gonna have to figure out how to get there because the knee isn't attached you know if your knee is not attached the whole rest of your foot is gonna have a problem right, that's right. Uh, the, the rest of your leg is not there that's right and so ah, praise the Lord We're speaking the truth in love today. Listen, I am not upset with anybody. I am not preaching to any particular person. So so get me here. I'm just ministering what the Spirit dealt with me to minister. But if we don't take our part seriously, then anybody who comes past the kneecap is going to be missing. Right? And, and it, our part is so much more than we think it is. Mm-hmm. It really is. Just being here is part of the fullness of the body, mm-hmm. part of joining together. Amen. Amen. I could give you... I'm not going to, but I could give you testimony after testimony. Um, And actually, when we were with Pastor Nancy, 
we were actually talking about this in the back room, about different church members who have missed out on a blessing because yeah. they didn't show up on a particular, at a particular service. And I mean by that, that we know of somebody who dealt with, God dealt with them to help that person or sow into that person or do something for that person on that day and they didn't show up. Now, I, listen, you come, you don't come, you, you've got to figure out things with, with God yourself, but I'm just telling you, I don't want to miss a blessing. I don't want to miss my visitation. I don't want to miss a time where I was supposed to be sitting in the pew and a word comes out that's just for me. You know, from, from uh, an answer, I was, I, was, I was tripping over a certain thing in the word and not understanding it. And, and by sitting in that pew, boom, revelation comes. And it might not even be something that the pastor actually said, but, but God illuminated something to you because you were in the right place at the right time and you received the right thing that you needed for your life. Or the times when God specifically, I mean, he has dealt, uh, this was years ago in a different church, so nobody here. But there was a time where um, one of our gals in our, in our church, she was, she was uh, getting married. I'll just tell you. Uh, she was getting married, uh, didn't have a ton of extra capital to uh, throw towards this marriage, but wanted to have a nice ceremony and things like this. And while I was at work, I worked at a dermatologist at that time. While I was at work, one of the gals there whose daughter was getting married said, you know, we were at such and such a shop, a very nice wedding store, bridal gowns. And we saw on the rack this designer gown. And it was, I don't know, it was a certain size. And I knew this would have been really close, if not exactly this gal's size, really close to her size, right? And it, if it was a little big, she could have had it taken in. But she said, this gown was, I forget, it was like $150 or $200. Now, anyone who's ever looked at any kind of gown understands. I mean, we're talking normally about $1,000. So this is, I mean, this is a huge thing. And in my spirit prompts, that's for so-and-so. That's going to work. And I, I'm so excited to get to church. I'm so excited to get to service because service was that night. And I come straight from work normally. I get there. I fly in just in time for prayer because we'd have prayer and then a service at that point. And and. I'm looking around for her to come. I can't wait for her to come. She doesn't show up. Maybe she'll be to service time. Maybe she just missed prayer time. Looking around to service time, she doesn't show up. Yeah. Now, you might think, and, and this is where I, I sometimes hesitate to share these things. You might think, well, why didn't you just call her come on now. and tell her? I would have if the Spirit had dealt with me too. That's right. Ah. Yeah. But when I checked my heart, it, it was like she missed it. Yeah. Now, God's not, 
He's not out there with a whip, just, you know, you didn't show up, bam, bam. She, I never told her, she never knew. To this day, she doesn't know. She found her own wedding dress. She paid for it somehow, right? Because at that point, I was willing to pay for it too because it was so, so supernatural how, how the Spirit revealed that to me to help somebody in the congregation. And uh, so what happened? Well, she never knew what she missed. And what she wound up having to do was pay for it herself and whatever price she paid. So you won't always know what you've missed. You'll just have to pay for it yourself. Right? <laughs> and, and, and again, I'm, I'm just bringing forward what the Spirit of God uh, dealt with me to, and I, I want to deliver it the, the way he wants it to be done, because th there is no, I, I am not guilty, I'm not trying to guilt anyone to get in the pews. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, there, there, there's places that'll tell you if you don't show up for Sunday service, you're going to go to hell. <laughs> you know, they'll, they'll do whatever they need to do to get people to show up and to pay money, and that is not our heart. That is not what the scripture says. I, I hope you understand where we're coming from. I don't want any of us to miss what, what our supply, what, what the joints and ligaments supply to one another. But we have to be where God needs us to be. That's right. When Amen. he needs us to be there. That's right. If this is your house of worship, if, if, if I'm your pastor, if this is your place, then go for it. 100%. That's it. All in. All in. All in. Amen. We're not gamblers, but we do like that phrase. <laughs> All in. Come on now. I've seen enough James Bond movies to see the poker games where they push all the chips into the table, right? All in, right? I will watch James Bond. Sorry. I will. <laughs> all in. All in. All, everybody said, all in. All, all in. That, that means whatever God needs, whatever the Spirit needs, I make this my priority. Why? Because we're helping the whole body grow when each part is working properly. Properly. Glory to God. I, I just don't want people to fall off because we weren't doing our part. That's right. Amen? Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Turn with me to 1 Peter chapter 2. Thank you, Lord. First Peter chapter 2. Verse 1, it says this, So put away all malice and all deceit and hypocrisy and envy and all slander. Now mind you, First Peter, he's, he's talking to the saints. He's talking to children of God. <laughs> Do you have to tell the children of God to uh, stop being hypocritical? And stop envying and stop slandering? Apparently you do. <laughs> right? 
Put away all malice, all deceit, and hypocrisy, and envy, and all slander. And then he says this, like newborn infants, long for the pure spiritual milk. That by it, you may grow up. Come on now, everybody say, grow up. Grow up into salvation. If indeed you have tasted that the Lord is good. Have you tasted that the Lord is good? Yes. Oh, come yes. on now. Have you tasted yes. that the Lord is good? Yes. If you have, then God expects something of us. Grow up. Yeah. It's time to grow up. Glory That's to right. God. Hallelujah. <laughs> Thank you, Father. The Weiss translation of chapter 2 says this, As newborn infants do, intensely yearn for the unadulterated spiritual milk in order that you may be nourished and make progress in your salvation. We want to be nourished and make progress. How does that happen? By intensely desiring the spiritual milk of the word. Hallelujah. You know, newborn babies, they're not much interested in anything else except drinking that formula or that milk, right? That's right. That's, that's really their main concern. Mm -hmm. And for spiritual babies that come to us, those that are just learning the things of God, we need to encourage them <laughs> to be hungry for the milk mm -hmm. of the word. What's the milk of the word? Oh, my goodness. What, what's milk versus food, regular food? It's just a broken down, uh, diluted version, right? But with all the nutrients and the goodness that they would need to grow, That's right. to mature. And quite honestly, even as an adult, I never gave up completely drinking milk, no. right? <laughs> I have an adult version uh, called a smoothie. <laughs> Where, you know, I'll, you might use almond milk instead of regular milk, but I mean, I dump in a big scoop of protein powder in there with all the, all the greens that I'm not actually going to eat that day, so they break it down into a little powder form so I can get something healthy in my diet, right? I put it in there, I throw some strawberries and some bananas, whatever, in that smoothie, I mix it up, what? Why? Because I'm still drinking everything I need for my body to maintain what it needs to maintain. Yeah. Right? There, I'm not going to get everything I need just by, you know, eating a, two pieces of broccoli a day. It's just not going to happen. Mm. So I, I supplement. Mm -hmm. I yep. add. Make sure that I'm still taking in the nutrients I need. So you understand, this might be talking about babies needing milk. But we don't ever, if we want to mature, we don't ever stop desiring the word. Amen. We went out on our motorcycles yesterday, yesterday morning, before it rained, thank God. Actually, when we were turning in, making a left into our neighborhood, it, the drop started, so we, did, we timed it just well. But because I don't ride motorcycles very often, um, it takes all of my concentration to focus on what I'm doing. Matter of fact, you know, a couple weeks ago when it started getting nice, my husband actually 
drove me, I rode on the back of the bike, my bike, to a parking lot so that I could practice. He got off, he got me on. Why? I need to practice stopping, starting, turning, curve, you know, I have to do a couple swerves, make sure I can miss something in the road. What am I doing? I am refreshing myself to the basics. Yeah. I'm helping remember, uh, helping myself remember, getting my muscle memory back so that I know how to react in a split second in traffic. Why? Because it's not um, secondhand nature to me yet, being on a different vehicle, in a different vehicle. Right. And so um, I take care. I make sure I'm doing things right. Uh, I'll go slow if I need to go slow. I'll, I'll, I'll make sure that I'm thinking about a curve before I take it. I, I'm doing whatever I was trained, my instructor trained me to do when I took my first motorcycle class, right? You know, I'm, I'm making sure I'm refreshing myself. Why? Because I'm still a babe. I'm, st <laughs> I'm still in that, in that respect, uh, there's some, I still need some maturity, I need, need some practice, I need some, to make some more progress, to feel completely at ease. Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. Matter of fact, you should pay attention. Absolutely. What's wrong is when people have decided, I've been driving for 50 years, so now I don't need to pay attention to the road. Like another person we were behind the other day, I was driving uh, my husband's truck, and this person decided that they could just drive 50 miles an hour down the 225 in a 65 mile an hour lane. And there was a semi next to him, and cars on other side of the lane, so there was nowhere to go. And this guy, this guy is just going so slow, and I'm like, what is your problem? And then he'd speed up, and then he'd slow down. Mm -hmm. And then he'd speed up, and he'd slow down. And my husband's like, he must be on the phone. Why? Why? Because he's not paying attention to what he's supposed to be doing. I don't care how old you are, you still need to pay attention to what you're doing when you're out on the road, right? Yes. And it's the same when we come to church. There is no maturing level where we get to a certain height and say, okay, we're there, we made it. We are all still maturing and growing. We are all still have more to attain. And there's always something to pay attention to. Amen. Amen. Matter of fact, Proverbs 4.20 says, my son, pay attention to my words. Yes. Let them not yes. depart out of your sight. Keep them in the midst of your heart, right? Yes. For they are life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Mm -hmm. Amen. We are to always desire the, the sincere milk of the word. Glory to God. And, and we don't ever come to church and think, Oh, she's just talking to the babies. She's just giving them baby food. All she's doing is giving baby food. Listen, when my kids were babies, our meals did look a little different, okay? But um, we all still ate kind of the same thing. I just pureed some of it for my kids. You know, I, I cut it up into little tiny pieces for them. But they still ate the same food. We all still had the same food, right? right. Food is food. That's Everybody right. say food is food. Food, food is food. food. The word is the word, and we all need every bit of it. That's right. yes. Amen. So we don't ever get here and say, oh, well, we've heard that before. She's just saying that for so-and-so. 
It is always amazing to me how many people will come up after a service and say, oh, I wish, you know, I wish so-and-so was here to hear that. I wish, well, I do too, but they're not the ones here, you are. So let's right. just be the one. I sit down in every service thinking, I'm going to get what I came for. I'm going to receive. I don't care if I've heard this, that scripture that they start with. 500 times, it doesn't matter. It's still food for me. Amen. And I need it to mature and grow and be a part of the place I'm supposed to be. Amen. To bring my supply to the body. Hallelujah. So if we've tasted of the goodness of God, then we should be desiring to grow. Amen. We should be desiring the spiritual milk. But, you know, the enemy will always come to, uh, to uh, especially young babies, they'll always try to pull, pull them out. Right. They'll always try to get them distracted. And they'll, they'll, they'll say, you know, uh, oh, well, now... It's always amazing to me how as soon as they start getting plugged into church and, and things like that, uh, your job will change. Or, you know, your schedule changes and you're, you're pulled out of Sunday church. Or, you know, this happens or that happens and the enemy will do whatever he can to convince those babies they don't need to be in church. And one of the things he does, everybody say, I love you, Pastor. I love you, Pastor. One of the things he does is when they show up for a couple Sundays in a row, but nobody else does, mm -hmm. meaning the other members that are supposed to be the mature ones, That's right. don't. <laughs> They're there once and then they don't see him again. They think, oh, well, that's just normal. normal. Mm -hmm. So I must not need to be here every Sunday. So, okay, cool. Listen, I'm thankful for anybody who comes for any Sunday that they come. But be, I'm thankful not for my sake, but for their sake. That's right. Amen. Because they need the word just like I need the word. Yes. Right? We all need the word. Amen. And I am not saying, again, this is not a guilt trip. I am not saying you're never to take a vacation. You, I mean, there's never going to be a time where you have to go to work. And so shame on you. No, that's not Hear my heart. Yep. If we want the body to grow That's yeah. right. and mature the way Christ wants it to grow and mature, we need to take our spot mm -hmm. seriously. Amen. I, I take every part of my body seriously. Yeah. The older I get, the more mature I get, yeah. the more I take it seriously. Meaning, the more I'm uh, serious about making sure that I exercise correctly, yeah. that I eat as good as I can, you know, for the most part, <laughs> I, I try to watch what I do. Why? Because I need every part of this body to work right until I'm done with it. Yes. That's right. Amen. And so, honestly, the more mature I become physically, the more I pay attention yeah. Yeah. Amen. to what I do with this body. That's right. So Amen. we don't ever get to a point where, oh, I've been a Christian for 30 years. I can just go to church once a, once a month. That's good. No. 
Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? The more I grow, the more I need to know. The more I need to be in the right place at the right time, the more, the more I want, the more I desire the, the milk of the word, the, 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 the feeding of the word of God, right? And the more I care about the whole body growing, maturing. So uh, we saw in Ephesians 4, there are, there are pastors and teachers, there are fivefold ministers put in the body of Christ, but, but they're not the only ones that should be caring about the body. That's right. Ephesians 4.11 tells us that those ministry offices are put into the body to teach the saints, to equip the saints, to give you the equipment to go out and work the ministry. That's right. To do the work of the ministry. What is that? To help strengthen the rest of the body. To be the joint, to be the ligament, to be the flow to somebody else's life, to help strengthen them and help them see things and grow. Glory to God. And I tell you, there is nothing more exciting than being a part of a growing body. There is nothing more exciting than seeing God work in other people's lives yes. along with your own. Oh my goodness. Hallelujah. Absolutely. And I know all of us to a degree are there. We're doing these things. But um, the Spirit was very clear to go over these scriptures again. So obviously there's maybe more we could glean. There's more, uh, more to take seriously. Let's say it that way. Thank you. It's, it's important. It's not just about us. It's just not about our own life, although he does help our own life. It's about helping everyone grow, and it matters. Oh, it matters. Praise Amen. the Lord. Hallelujah. So why don't you look to your neighbor and say, grow up. Grow up. Hallelujah. Desire the word. Desire to be, the, the, be in your place, right? Do, do your part in the body. And once you find out what your part is, well, if, if this is your church, which I'm looking at everybody here, I'm going to say this is your home church. This is my church. <laughs> if you don't know it yet, I'll let me tell you, this is your church, is church. okay? Then run with it. Grab it like a dog does a bone. I mean, our dog was out. Lord knows what he had. I didn't tromps out into the yard today to find out. But something blew into our yard, some kind of trash or whatever. And he was having, oh, man, he was having fun with it. Whatever. My husband said, what does Bugsy have out there? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, Bugsy. So, well, you know, grab it like a dog. When he finds garbage, he just blah, goes for it. When you find out what your spot is in God, don't Amen. let go of it. That's right. I don't care if your spot is making coffee in the back. I don't care if it's being the door greeter, if it's stacking the chairs when we're done. Whatever it is, own it. That's right. Own it. 
Praise the Lord. Amen. Everybody say it again. Grow up. Grow up. Hallelujah. Why don't you stand to your feet? Raise your hands. Father, we thank you for your goodness and your mercy. We are thankful to be a part of your body. We're thankful to be a part of your temple. And Lord, we take our part seriously. Thank you for helping us, showing us, being clear with us what our part is and how to do it effectively. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. You're dismissed.